to A Woman's View here on KSL News Radio. Such a pleasure this week to have Charlotte Jessup with me, the president of Smedley Financial. Sarah Jane Weaver is here, the executive editor of Church News, and Sally Dietline is my guest, the executive producer at Hale Center Theater. I saw this interesting article this week. I think it was in the Deseret News, and it was talking about how is the Great Salt Lake connected to our mental health? And at first I thought, that's a stretch. How, how are these two things possibly connected? But then I read it and I started pondering this, that how is our environment re- related to our mental health? How is our community related to our mental health? If I live in the suburbs, do I pull in my garage and put the garage door down before I get out of the car and never see my neighbor? Do I walk anywhere that would put me in touch with my neighbor? Do, do I do all my shopping from home, have everything delivered to my house? I don't even want to say hello to the checker anymore because I want, I want it delivered. And, and I started thinking about how so few things now ground us to this place, ground us in this time. Everything When we go on social media, I'm reading your post from 12 hours ago right now. And if you needed help then, good luck with that because I'm not reading it until right now. But live theater is an example, Sally, of something that is, we're experiencing it in the same time. Radio is like that. When I'm speaking, you're hearing me as I'm talking. And I don't know, I'm probably going too far with this, but who wants to start? Sally, do you want to start on this about mental health and grounding and, and the connection there? Well, let's let's get back to the Great Salt Lake. I was thinking, you know, uh, we have a bountiful on the bench. And so I'm driving down uh, 1800 and I will see the Great Salt Lake every day. And in the last few years, uh, and we're not talking about last year, uh, less am I seeing the water. Uh, it, it goes away. And when I see that standard, that thing that's always been there, that, that oh, well, for heaven's sakes, we're Salt Lake City, right? Um, it, as, as it's dwindling away, you, you feel a little bit like something's wrong. That, that basis that gives you a grounding as a community and gives you an identity, something is melting away. And uh, it's kind of the way things start, you know, things will start, you know, not being quite the way they were. And I think it does cause people to withdraw sometimes. It's looking better from the top. Yeah, it is looking better. <laughs> That's the good news about that, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Sure. You know, I, I love the idea of, of going deeper into this, into that article, creating communities where you can walk around, be around, you know, go outside and see your neighbors. Cause Amanda, I'm like you, I come home from work. I open the garage door before I get there, drive in, close the garage door before I get out of the car, go in the house, order Amazon. Unless I specifically go to a meeting or something, I don't really walk out in my community. If I'm going to, if I'm going to do exercise or something, go to the gym. So I think we do miss that. Think of when you were a child and how exciting it was to get to go outside to be with your friends or whatever after school. I mean, who, who thought, I can't wait to get home from school so I can sit in front of the TV. Or, you know, it was a different environment. We've kind of lost that. So I love the idea of creating green space around communities where communities can use it and it brings the communities out together versus just an individual home. I even found myself recently, and this was sort of sparked by a book I, I read, that I want to know 
what kinds of plants are growing where I walk. I want to know what kinds of birds are, are hanging out in my in my tree. I'm embarrassed. My mother was a bird watcher. I know nothing about birds. So I'm thinking, ooh, that one's pretty. No clue what it is or whether its call or its song is different from another bird that's there. Anyway, I'm going on. Sarah, what do you make of this thought of grounding? And it's the Great Salt Lake, if you want to speak to that too, you're welcome to. Well, you know, I loved, as you brought up this topic of the Great Salt Lake and mental health, that you use the word connection, because this is so much about connecting to the earth, to our responsibility to be good stewards of the earth. And yet it's also about a personal connection. You know, the article you referenced talked about urban development and how the best urban designs can promote connection between people, between neighbors. And we want communities where we connect. You know, Sharla mentioned yesteryear. And I remember growing up and, and my father would spend hours watering the lawn by hand. And in the process, he would talk to neighbors as they walked by. So there has to be some balance here as we look at our communities, we look at our resources, and we say, how are we going to connect to both? Because we care as human beings about connection. Yes. Yes, brilliant. In fact, that reminds me, when you're thinking about urban planning, we've heard the governor talk about how his goal is to build, what was it, 36,000 new single-family homes because we need affordable first-time homes. And I thought, oh, please build them in such a way that people will walk. You know, so I see people drive to daybreak to walk around that pond. What a brilliant idea it was to preserve that area and create a space where people want to walk. That Could we, could we create our community, Sarah, with what you described, with more of that connection in mind? I was just in New York City, and I am so intrigued and so love Central Park because you have this city and millions of people walking the streets but it's in it's in that green space. It's in that space where where they actually have conversations and and let their dogs run and and do all of that. And so there there is something between having beautiful neighborhoods, lawns, and then being responsible environmental citizens where we say there is we live in a desert, there is a lack of water. And how do those choices impact our relationships with our neighbors and our friends? Yeah. Yeah, I, me I remember when I grew up in Pennsylvania, we had, you know, shops on the corner, grocery store in the middle of the development, a couple of Italian restaurants on this corner, right next to houses. It was all intermixed. And so we'd walk everywhere. We'd walk to the bank. We'd walk to the, almost like we lived in a big city and it was a small town. I, I miss that kind of zoning. Don't you think they're going to be doing that with the point? Oh, I hope so. Uh, I, I think that plan that's happening out there is is really walkable, living, uh, working, entertainment, neighborhood feel all combined is the way that they're really trying to do that because we can't just continue to travel miles to get the things that we want. I mean, that the, the whole community of Salt Lake is building westward. Yes. And yes. I think that community based around the school, around the, uh, the shopping centers and things are really going to help that ability to, to, to build uh, relationships with people. Brilliant. Let me take a brief break. I'll be right back. This is A Woman's View on KSL News Radio.